You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 201. In this episode, I'm speaking to Erin Mullins Sanderson about how a thyroid diagnosis turned into a new purpose and business. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, uplevel your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's podcast guest is Erin Mullins Sanderson. Aka Fit Rocker Chick. She's an internationally recognized thyroid health advocate, social influencer, certified health coach, and a musician. She believes in living life on your terms, and it's her passion to help women all over the world to find their inner rock chick. Go to sigma.com forward slash 201 for the show notes, and there you also find links to Aaron Sanderson's and the Fit Rocker Chick community. I am so excited to be here with Erin Sanderson, who I've met through the Inner Circle Mastermind of James Wetmore, and is actually better known as the Fit Rocker Trick. <laughs> thank you for being on the show, Erin. Oh my gosh, thank you for inviting me. I love your show. I, I listen to it weekly. <laughs> thank so. you so much. And now we're bringing on another inspiring episode with you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's crazy how things work out like that. Yeah. So when we met, I have to be honest, I didn't know about you. So it was quite a positive surprise to see that you have a huge following online and have built an amazing community of people who like your lifestyle and what you do. And, and you know, they basically aspire to be someone that lives and uh, is like you. But it wasn't always like that. And I found that that you had a chronic illness like myself and many others in my community, and you have turned it into something so positive. So I want to go back to a time where things were maybe not so positive in your yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. How far do we have to go back? We only have to go back about four and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Four and a half, five-ish years. What was going on then? Well, you know, I've been a musician my whole life. So I was used to going and working and chasing dreams and the whole thing. And suddenly I was finding myself not like myself. I didn't feel like myself. I didn't look like myself. I was, I was tired, but you know, being tired, you can justify that as, you know, you're chasing your dreams. So you're hustling. So you're just tired, you know, but it was a different kind of tired. It was like, I couldn't keep my eyes open tired. My body was hurting. My face was puffy. I was having anxiety and depression. I'd never had that before. I was putting on weight like crazy. And I was just like more slowly morphing into this. I just didn't recognize myself place. And I knew something was wrong. I knew something was wrong because I shouldn't be that tired. I loved my life and what I was doing and I wanted to keep going, but I, it was like, I could not make myself. And there was a physical drain all the time. 
Um, so I started going to doctors because I was like, something is wrong with me. <laughs> and I would have all these lab tests done and they would say, everything is normal, Erin. Do you want us to give you an antidepressant? And I was like, no, because I knew in my soul I was not depressed. Like I just could feel that. I understood that I was having depressed thoughts. I understood that I was having anxious thoughts, but I knew I wasn't anxious. I knew I wasn't depressed. Like, I don't know. I can't explain. Like there was just a separate. So I kept going to doctor after doctor after doctor. I come from a medical background. My dad was a doctor. My family's all medical. So I, I am that patient that no doctor wants to get. Cause I'm like, no, this is not, this is not right. So I kept going to different doctors. Finally, four doctors later, they ran extensive tests because I asked for them. And they said, actually, you know what? You are dealing with a thyroid issue. You have low thyroid function. So low thyroid function, hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's can cause weight gain, depression, anxiety, brain fog, um, fatigue, all of the things that I was having. And so I ended up with this diagnosis, this chronic disease. And I remember sitting in the doctor's office thinking, no. Like, I just remember thinking, no, like, this is not going to work out for me. Like, this is not going to work. I'm not okay with this. And so I left that doctor's office. I can still see it vividly in my head. The doctor's office, what he was saying, like how everything looked. It was cold and rainy outside. I remember what I was wearing. And I walked out and I was like, nope, I know I have a diagnosis and I'm not sure what it means. I don't know what this means for me, but I know that this is not going to rule my life. That's it. And I just like drew this line. And then... <laughs> and then the obsession with figuring out how to overcome my situation began. Yeah. And you didn't want to be on medicine, like you were trying a more alternative way to live with this disease? Right. Because I, the way that I believe, I just know that with some things, your body responds better to natural approaches. And I felt like for me that I had kind of gotten myself into this by things that I had done. And I wanted to see if I could undo what I had done. I wanted to see if there were lifestyle changes that I could make. And there were things that I, and lifestyle changes are significantly harder than taking a pill. Yes. Let <laughs> me just tell you. So I could have taken a pill, but I know from, I know that that is a bandaid in a lot of cases. And I wanted to get to why did this happen to me in the first place? Mm. And if I have to take a pill to deal with it my whole life, fine. But first I want to know why this happened to me in the first place. Okay. So what were the actions you started to take? Did you start to share that right away? You know, online? No, at the time I was touring, I was um, traveling the country, I was a trainer and a health coach. And so for me, I felt like um, if I tell people that I'm dealing with this, they're never going to want to work with me. Like who would want to work with me? So I kept it hidden. And as with anything that you keep hidden, it kind of festers. And so my husband pulled me aside one day and he's like, Erin, you have got to tell people. And I said, no. I can't do that. Who everyone's going to be like, Oh my gosh, she's such a fraud. She's a health coach and she's a trainer and she's dealing with this. And he said, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. You have to tell people for you. Like you have to like come out from behind the closet and break open the curtain and tell people. And I cried and I cried and I cried because I did not want to. And then I wrote a blog and I just told everyone what I was dealing with. And the response from people was the same thing that I felt. They thought they were all alone. They thought no one else 
knew, no one else understood them. Everyone thought they were crazy. Everyone thought they were depressed and anxious and everyone said they were normal. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's people just like me and they need me. They need you. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, okay. So I believe everything happens for a reason. I said to Levi, I was like, thank you. I did not want to do that, but I appreciate you doing that because now I know that this isn't just me and that gives this purpose. So then I found a purpose in this chronic disease and I just ran with it. Yeah. And you started to share the, the methods you, you use to feel better and, and deal with your disease with your community after that blog post. Yes. After the blog post and just the outpouring of, oh my gosh, me too. Like I'm dealing with that too. I started to share in my posts, in my videos, more blogs, more information. And I, honestly, at the time I didn't know what I was doing. I was just sharing like, this is what I'm trying right now. And it seems to be working for me. Like you want to try it, go ahead. And they would try it and it would work for them. And I was like, Awesome. <laughs> yes. And then it just developed into this community of really amazing people. But I was clear from the get go that this was not defining me and that I wasn't making excuses for anything. I didn't stop my business. I didn't stop working with my clients. In fact, I honestly believe that if I hadn't continued to work with my clients and continued to work with my business, I would not have gotten myself out of that mess as fast as I did because someone else needed me to show up every day. Yeah. So no excuses. We agree that that's the way to go. <laughs> But w when did you discover that this was potentially a part of your business to actually help the people similar to you? I started just kind of, you know, I was working with people, training them, you know, helping them lose weight and that type of thing. And as I got more and more clients, I noticed that they were having similar symptoms to me. So I started just sharing with them some of the techniques that I was using for me. Whether they had a thyroid issue or not, I just wondered if these would help. And so, and they did. And then I was like, that's interesting. So I slowly started incorporating it into the you know challenges I would put together for my training clients. And they lost weight faster, they just felt better, they could think clearer, and I was like, that's awesome. And then people started coming to me saying, hey, I heard you had a thyroid issue or have one. Can you help me? And I was like, I don't know. I can share with you what I've done. And you're more than welcome to be one of my clients. I'll share with you what I've done. And they did. And I, over time, very slowly over time, developed this method of you do these things in this order and you're not going to reverse your thyroid disease per se, but you can clear the brain fog and you can gain a ton of energy and you can lose the, the body aches and the pains and all those things. And it was amazing. I had no idea. I was just like, at the beginning, I was like grasping at straws. I was like, wait, I hope this works. I hope this works. And I was doing hours of research. Like the research that I was putting into reversing my own disease was like a full-time job. I mean, my husband and my family, my mom and my sister know so much about thyroid disease now <laughs> just because of the amount of research that I had to do. So is it possible to live without medicine, you know, uh, pills? It is. Yeah, it is. In fact, a lot of times people get put on medication for a thyroid issue, which is not a bad thing at all, uh, because being put on the correct amount of medication for the correct amount of time is the best way to ensure that you won't have to be on medication forever. Mm. most of the time it gets done poorly, but if it's done correctly, that can be your best way to rebalance your body and to kind of reteach your thyroid how to function and then 
wean off. So when did you take it from your clients to an actual online course? Well, I tested it out for probably a year and a half with just my clients. And then I was like inundated with people who were dealing with it. And just the amount of people who felt lost, like they couldn't live their life. Like they felt like they couldn't work. They felt like they weren't present with their family. They felt like their marriage was suffering. Those types of things were popping up in my inbox, those types of issues. And I was like, you know what? I think that instead of training clients, my, my real passion right now and purpose lies with helping these people because that's what I didn't have. Because what I found was there was no one else out there doing this job. Like there was no one else out there reaching out to people who were sick, who like had wanted to do big, cool things with their life and saying, you know what? Like there's a plan, there's a method and you can get yourself out of this. And so I just was like, this is going to be my focus now. And so I tested it out, ran a beta group and, uh, it was really successful and just, it was a natural progression. It just didn't make sense for me to keep training my clients when most of my clients were coming to me because they wanted help with thyroid issues. So I created a course and at first it started out as a four week course and then it you know, became a six week course and then an eight week and now it's a 12 week course and now I'm done. Now it's complete. But you know, as you learn and as you grow and as you develop and like learn what people need and, and where they need more emphasis, you know, things morph and change. Yeah. But I know that uh, you are not just defined by this. And you mentioned that before you are doing so much more. Actually, what you are known for is also your lifestyle. You know, uh, for those listening and not seeing Erin right now, she has a cool haircut and, you know, there is uh, something about you and how you show up that people are also attracted to. So the people joining your community today, do they know about the thyroid thing or does that matter or, or how do you view your business today? The people who come to me today, I don't think it matters. You know, they come to me for a lot of different reasons. Um, mainly, you know, that they just want to live a better, more badass life. And that can be because you have a thyroid issue or not. And I think it is that, you know, being diagnosed with a chronic illness, a chronic disease wasn't the hardest thing that ever happened to me. You know what I mean? Like I've had other hard things happen and you just have to keep overcoming in life. Like that's what it's kind of about, you know, is you just keep trying and you keep overcoming. So now I see my business as a way to help women specifically really become their best, most badass self, like live a fearless life, regardless of a diagnosis, regardless of life circumstances, regardless of finances or anything that's happened to you, like really tapping into that place, that thing inside you that says, Oh no, this is not going to define me. Like this is not going to keep me down. And I, I just know that the world would be so much better off if women could tap into that power that we have, you know? And so that's what I, that's what my business is really about now. Yes. I help people with thyroid issues and adrenal issues even. And I help people who are just struggling with confidence and just, you know, really take their life to the next level. Yeah. Obviously we talked about not using excuses before. Why do you think these excuses come up and what do women need to do to overcome them? Because that seems to be your purpose or your main purpose in life to help. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that for a lot of women, it's just, they see what's happening out in social media today. And I think everyone puts out like this perfect persona of, you know, I have the perfect life and they never talk about what's actually really bothering them. And when they do talk about what's actually bothering them, they say it in such a way that is, Oh, poor me. 
And there's never an oh, poor me moment. Like, we don't get those. You know what I mean? Like, there's not an oh, poor me moment. There is a what am I going to do with this? How am I going to respond to this? Because I truly believe that things don't happen to you. They happen for you to help you become the person that you're supposed to be. Now, having said that, I would never have asked to get diagnosed with a thyroid issue ever, ever in my life. I would never have asked for that, but it happened. And the way that we respond to the things that happen to us are, those are the deciding factors in where we get to go. So women, I think, tend to feel like they have to do everything. And then whenever something like a chronic disease or just something in life throws them a curveball, they see that as well, I guess things just aren't going to go my way. Well, I guess I just have to take care of everyone else first. And I will tell you something, and I know that this irritates some people, but when you have a chronic disease, you have to take care of yourself. You have to put priority on yourself. You just have to. That is not a negotiable. And I think that when people, my clients anyways, when they get around me, they see that I am taking care of me. I have to secure my own oxygen mask. I know people say that all the time. First, but that's true. I am a horrible wife if I don't take care of myself. I am a hag to be around if I don't take care of myself. And, you know, it's important for my health. I want to be here for my husband. I want to be here for my kids. I want to be here to help other people. And so really prioritizing taking care of me is something that makes me feel empowered. Yeah. Like, I'm in control of my health. So... Once someone has decided to take control, not use excuses, but still there is this chronic disease, what do you tell people to do? Well, it is a real thing when the chronic disease is still there. And there are good days and bad days. There are days that you feel amazing and there are days that you have to power through it. But I always tell my clients, I tell myself this on a daily basis, you can do hard things. You can do hard things. There are people out there that are dealing with worse things than you. So I always try to really really practice gratitude first thing every single morning just being grateful that I'm here that I'm breathing that I my heart's beating and I don't have to tell it to that I'm having creative thoughts that my husband is here you know that we have a home a bed food in the fridge like just really grateful for like the little things and then mental toughness is a real thing when you're dealing with chronic disease just getting mentally strong just saying you know what this is my reality right now, but I know that I'm strong enough to deal with it. This is not the end. I'm not going down. I understand that I will have good days and bad days. Bad days are understandable when you're dealing with this. Giving yourself a little bit of grace for that and practicing self-care. Like you have to give yourself the grace to practice self-care and you have to give yourself the grace to say, you know what? Today wasn't my best day, <laughs> but tomorrow is another day and I get to try again. And you just always keep putting one foot in front of the other. You know, I remember vividly being on a walk with my dogs when I was in the thick of it. And I remember being so exhausted. I was just walking, but I was so exhausted and my body hurt so bad and I couldn't think. I just remember thinking I wanted to lay down in the field. And if I didn't live in Tennessee and there weren't ticks and snakes and all the things in the grass, I would have laid down. That's the only thing that kept me from laying down in the grass. And so in my head, I just kept saying, you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and just get home. Like, let's just keep putting one foot in front of the other and just get home. And some days are like that. When you have a chronic disease and you're building a business or you just have a very busy life or you're just chasing a dream, like some days you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. But you always have to have in the back of your head that that disease does not define you. And it doesn't get to win. It doesn't get to. And if you don't do the things that you know you want to do because of it, it wins. And so 
there's a certain level of perseverance that has to, and resilience that has to set in. And it does not happen overnight. That is learned. You can learn resilience and you can learn perseverance. And you have to, and you have to train yourself to do that. And you have to train yourself to say, even though I'm exhausted today, I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And I'm going to give myself a little bit of grace to understand that, you know, maybe I can't move as fast as other people, but I can still move. You know, and maybe I can't do this as efficiently as other people right now, but I'm working towards that. Sounds like it's a lot about mindset. Yeah. I come to the conclusion that almost everything is mindset, but here especially. Yes, yes. When you're dealing with a health issue, you're dealing with a mental health issue. You are. When, you, when you're dealing with anything physical, you're also dealing with mental. They are not independent of one another. A health issue is also an emotional mental issue and it will take you out if you don't get mentally tough you know and like I do talk to my clients about this a lot your emotions lie to you your emotions are little bullies you know what I mean like your emotions are, do not have your best interests at heart they don't your emotions will take you will make you laugh and cry and angry in like five minutes if you let them and so just knowing that that you have the mental capacity to overcome physical challenges is very powerful but you're that doesn't happen overnight it is something that you have to train yourself to do yeah so you have spilled an amazing social media following i guess some of it happened before you got this chronic illness do you feel that getting the illness and the attention through that increased your social media following or was it more your lifestyle? I would say it's a little bit of both. You know, there's a large majority of my audience that does not have thyroid issues, but they appreciate the mindset and the attitude and the resilience that I speak about often for myself <laughs> and for my clients. Um, and so they're very much attracted to that. But yeah, I, I had, I was building my online following and fan base and community before that. I will say that I feel like the community, the tight knit aspect of it, the sisterhood, the girl gang aspect of it is, is largely tied to uh, people who are focused on overcoming some sort of challenge in their life, whether that be thyroid or otherwise. Yeah, because it feels like, as you mentioned before, social media often projects the perfect life. And then somebody comes out and says, hey, I have a chronic illness and this is real. And the rawness and the reality that you bring obviously is attractive. And it just reminds us to not hide those things like you said you had done before. Yeah, and that's so hard to do. You know, it's so hard. I wanted to just, you know, put out the lifestyle stuff because I, I live a really good life and I really love my life and I, I want other people to do that too. And so that, I would, I'd talk about that all day long. So putting this stuff out, putting talking about thyroid issues was not my favorite thing. It is very hard. Um, and I think it is delicate to talk about it in a way that it doesn't garner... Ugh, my husband talks to me about this all the time and my sister. Whenever I read people's comments and it feels like there's empathy or like pity for something I'm going through, that makes me so mad. <laughs> and so I really try to work on that because that's not why I share things. So I don't share them because I want you to say, oh, you know, keep going, you'll get through it. I don't want that. I know I will. I, I know I'm gonna keep going and I know I will get through it. I'm sharing that so that you know you can and so that you know that there's a different way. Yeah, so it is hard to share the challenges, but I have, it's been the most rewarding thing of my life. Like the biggest burden of my life turned into the biggest blessing of my life just by sharing that with other people. 
that is such a perfect ending to this episode, Erin. We will link to your uh, website and Facebook page and Twitter in our show notes and make sure that even more people can follow your wonderful journey. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Go to sig.com forward slash 201 for the show notes. And there you'll also find links to Erin Sanderson and the Fit Rocker Chick community. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.